Hey friends, before we start today's episode, I wanted to give a big thank you to everyone who donated to our Extra Life campaign. It was our first drive, and with the contribution of these generous folk, we were able to collect $860 for the University of Vermont Children's Hospital, which I'm very proud and thankful for. Big shout out to Lance, Nerdling Nat, Tales from the Cartridge, Five Moon Goon, Mom and Dad, Leo and Denise, and Sister Maria. Also, I wanted to mention that Nat co-hosts the Crime Time Nerds podcast, which is an excellent true crime podcast focused on local Vermont crimes. They show great compassion and respect to the victims, which really sets them apart. Tales from the Cartridge is a video game podcast focused on the great stories they tell, featuring really wonderful writing and voice work. Please check them out. Thanks! This episode of First Encounter contains spoilers for the video game Final Fantasy VII. If you've not played this game, first off, what are you doing? Don't be like me. And second, go play it instead of listening to us. If you'd like to follow along, listen to the end of the episode for where we play to next, as well as how you can get in touch with us. We would also like to take a second to say that we are in no way affiliated with Square. We're just a couple of guys trying to have fun with a cool video game. Oh, wait, I don't have a keystone. Oh, shit. Hmm. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I just remembered. I, don't, I, <laughs> I just remembered that that guy said that. Huh. Fuck it. Let's go back to Midgar. <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing at all. Where else would it be? <laughs> Welcome to the First Encounter Podcast! Testing, testing, one, two, three. How you doing, buddy? Good, how are you? Doing alright. I have a little uh, drinky drink you brought mm. me. What is that called? This is the Stone Corral Bad Rooster Vermont IPA. Uh, it's got a lovely can design with a seemingly bad rooster on it. I'm going to take a little sip here. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. I really like that. It's Usually when I take a sip of an IPA, I expect it to sip back a little bit. Like it always bites back you. Yep. This one's so smooth. Yeah, this is one of my favorite beers. Mm. Is this the first time I've brought a beer? It is. All right. Last time you picked it out, but we shopped together. We yeah. were at the grocery store together beforehand. Maybe we should start getting individual beers and picking one out for the other person. Oh, that could be fun. That might be fun, yeah. I like that. I like that, Chris. Kristoff. All right, Chris. Uh... All you listeners, welcome back to the... Uh... First Encounter Podcast, where we play the hit sequel to the Before Crisis video? Phone, phone game. Video phone, Fo- phone game? game. Did I tell you I found Final Fantasy VII as a uh, mobile game on my iPhone the other day? Yeah. Like, not like yeah, installed, yeah. but in yeah. the game store. It took all of my wherewithal to not download it. But I, I, I messaged you, and oh, that's right. I did. I messaged yeah. you, and you said. <laughs> You have enough trouble with the controls as is. Do you really want to put touch into this? Yeah. Which, I mean, hey, fuck you, but also you're not wrong. Nothing against you, but I don't think you could adapt any PS1, PS2 onward game to a touch screen that's like five inches long the anyway. The next time we hang out and we're not doing like podcast recording, can we download it on my phone just to try the first like two minutes of it? Yeah, just to see a- absolutely. How, just to see what a nightmare it yeah, is. Yeah. All right, excellent. Uh, so, uh, Chris, where did we? Uh, where are we coming from? Can you uh, remind our dear listener uh, where we played to last time? So, the previous episode, we ended on our search for the Temple of the Ancients. Crashed our uh, brand new boat right into the ocean. Yep. Uh, previously, the boat was uh, had wings and floated through the air, uh, a, a sky boat, if you will. But then it crashed and it became a boat boat. Picked up a fun new party member. Sid, who I have not really used yet. Sit down, drink your goddamn tea. Love, love Sid. 
Yeah, we uh, started off in the ocean. What a nightmare. Looking for the temple. Do you know what my favorite part about the ocean is, though? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you do. Yeah. Yeah. No random encounters. Fucking yeah. great. It's Perfect. amazing. Beautiful. I spent so much time just boating around. Yeah. Can't fault you for that. Um, the first thing we did is wander into a new village. Yeah. A bone village, I believe it was called. Welcome to Bone Village, a Ooh. town for nature lovers. Holy shit. I just realized, is that a giant monster head with a jet plane crashed into it? Sure is something. What do you want? Have you seen Sephiroth? <laughs> <laughs> this is literally the equivalent of someone running up to you on the street in Burlington and just screaming like, where's my kid? Or something. Yeah. And be like, uh, the fuck? <laughs> Welcome to Bone Village, a town for nature lovers. What do you want? Have you seen Sephiroth? Oh, the man in a black cape. He was looking for the temple of the ancients, motherfucker. Temple of the ancients? Thanks. Imagine if I just said thanks and walked away. Like, yeah. See ya. It's on the other... It's way down south. It's on the other side of this town in the inland sea. It's the pyramid rising out of the forest. How do you get in? You need the keystone. The fuck's a keystone? Just like it sounds. A rock. That's a key. I heard that some <laughs> rich guy has it. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> hey. So, I have two options here. on some uh, Three options on some rich guy that has it. Want me to hit him with you? Hit, hit, you. hit me with him. Rufus, obviously. Pretty rich. Basically um, owns the world. Don Corneo. Seems wealthy. Uh, or Dio. Boy! It's Dio, isn't it? You can go to anyone you want. Right. Have you seen Sephiroth? I think, I've I think I've reached the end here. Very interesting uh, visuals right off the bat. There's some sort of giant uh, skeleton that has a jet plane crashed into its head. Really need to know, like as much about that as possible ASAP. But when uh, you start talking to people, they definitely have a trigger that is meant to get you out of the village as quickly as possible. We uh, spent way too long after that point just basically boating around the edge of the entire continent. Just took a cruise. The ocean is your oyster, Hanny. Do you know what my favorite part about the ocean is? Oysters? I actually love oysters. Oh, do I have to go all the way fucking around this? Depends where you're going, I guess. Well, I was trying to head down to the Inland Sea, Chris. What I want to get to is I want to get over there, <laughs> but I don't think I can. So let's see see what else he's got for me. Okay, so that's where I just popped in. But let's see if I go this way and then, ah, yeah, that's there's, Midgar. Uh, there's Midgar. That's fun. Maybe it's here. Maybe it's the next. So that's Juno. That's Juno Harbor. Okay. Can't get back to Junon Harbor. That's good. I like that. Hmm. How mad are you going to be if I use the entirety of today's recording time to uh, traverse this? Pretty mad. <laughs> we have a we got a timeline now. So I'm going around the entire continent, just so you know. Looks looks to be the case. A big bridge. Love me some bridges when they're not falling. I'm just having a great time. Yeah, we just get to see the world. Not too many people probably get an opportunity like this. What a treat this is. Oh, there's Midgar again. Been here, done that. Are you having a good time, Chris? Yeah. How many times are you going to ask me that? Uh, enough <laughs> times to annoy you. <laughs> enough times until I'm not having a good time? Yeah. Well, that looks like a pyramid. Nope, that's a mountain. Ah! That looks like a pyramid. All right, where... How do I... We find the temple in the middle of a forest, kind of weave our way through some islands, forest? I guess. Islands? Yeah. yeah. 
And so what, whatever mana from Magic the Gathering that I didn't already mention. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and we're going through the forest and we get into a random encounter. Boy, did we. Uh, I beat the shit out of some ninja. Yeah, mysterious ninja. Mysterious ninja uh, who definitely looks like a character known as Yuffie that I'm aware of from uh, Advent Children. First random encounter of the day. Ooh, a little forest scene. Oh, what, what the fuck's that? What the fuck? What the fuck is that? Is that Yuffie? What the what, shit what, what is going I, on wait, here? Wait, 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 wait. I don't want to fuck this up. Uh, fuck. What do I... Sense. Uh, do I just attack? What you, it's a battle. What else are you going to do? I don't know. I don't That's clearly Mystery Ninja, not Yuffie. I don't want to scare her. I don't her. even know who the fuck Yuffie is. You're just saying Shut things. I don't want to I don't want to lose her. I don't know if it's like Suicune. <laughs> Excuse me? In Pokemon? The the blue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. From Pokemon Crystal? I got you. Just beat her up, and she's lying dead, and there's a save point next to her, and I tried to save, uh, and it wouldn't let me. While I was trying to save, she robbed me and ran away. You did it. Okay. No problem. Now what happens? It was just a fucking random encounter, dude. Was it, Chris? Was it? <laughs> Before you save... Talk to me about what's happening. There's a dead woman on can the you, ground. Can you describe the setup of this scene? I just killed a mystery ninja. And instead of, you know, just like normal times where you would... What the shit? <laughs> instead of normal... Ha! Gotcha! What? And you deserve it, too. Wait, what? She Chewing. stole her shit? You have to read stuff when it's on screen. I, I'm just lost. Read it! <laughs> Fuck! Give me back my money! What the fuck just happened, though? That was weird. Hopefully, I can find her at some point. Definitely don't think I'm going to. Pretty sure I just blew my chance at getting Yuffie by trying to save. I think that was a red herring. So that happened. And uh, we stride into the temple. Yep. And uh, we walk across the bridge into the temple and walk right up to the entrance. And Cloud shrugs and says, I don't fucking know. Seems like you need something to get in. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we leave, uh, and we're like, oh, shit. I was At that point, I was like, all right, we literally just learned we needed the keystone to get in here. Fuck. Where did we head after the temple? That's when we came across the house. Excellent. Uh, so I walk up into this uh, house, and it seems to be like some sort of weapon shop, and the guy is uh, pretty helpful. He has a couple of options uh, for dialogue to talk to. You only used one dialogue option, and it was... Give me the keystone. Or like, where's the keystone? Oh, yeah. Where's the keystone? And he's like, yeah, this rich fuck. Oh, yeah. He's like, but he tells us who it is. What is this? Yeah. Let's go see. Fuck are you. Let me in. Huh? Oh, another customer. You sure picked an out of the way place. But if it's the keystone you're looking for, you're too late. Don't have it. Keystone. What? You didn't come here for that? The keystone is the key that unlocks the gate to a very old temple somewhere. You're not going to believe your ears. But I heard it was the Temple of the Ancients. The Temple of the Ancients? Ha! <laughs> Hmm. Don't take it seriously. It's just the legend. All right. Well, hey, where is it? Come back. Talk to me. Where is this keystone? I sold it already. Well, to tell the truth, I didn't really want to sell it, but that guy had a way about him that made you feel like it may not be a good idea not to sell it to him. Who'd you sell it to? The manager of the gold saucer. I think his name was Dio. <laughs> Said he was going to put it in his museum. Then he took on off out of here. <laughs> Whew. No Midgar today, boys. Were you really? Is that why you were anxious? I was pretty concerned. Uh, all right. I don't think he can. Fuck the rest of this. Well, I I don't care about the rest of what he's saying. So <laughs> Gold Saucer is uh, in Coral. Where was Coral now? 
So we leave the house with new defined purpose. And we are like, all right, let's go find Dio. So luckily, the gold saucer is actually like pretty much right across from this house. But it's surrounded by quicksand. I still tried to run at it. And Cloud's like, yeah, definitely this isn't happening. Um, I bumblefucked my way just all around this area for a while. Even got back in the boat before Chris was like, dude. He's like, I feel like I can help you with this one just because you're so lost. Since you know where you're going, I will help you get back there. So we uh, bumblefuck our way up to the gold saucer. Bought another ticket. Bought another fucking 3,000 gil ticket. Amazing. Love it. Love it. You love to see it, listener. And we went right into uh, the museum of his that we found. We looked at every object in the museum. They were all very odd. Except there was one that made perfect sense and should be in every museum collection, which was a beautiful, large portrait of Dio's oiled, muscled body flexing at you. All I can say is, thank God Christmas is coming up. (laughs) Listener, if you would like to send us a portrait of Dio... P.O. Box. <laughs> I w- this is what I wish we actually had a P.O. Box for people to send. Absolutely. Dear showroom. Oh, 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 oh. We just discovered a hidden area in the gold saucer called Dio showroom. Dio's backroom show area. How much do I have to pay to see Dio? Holy shit. The portrait of Dio shirtless and crossed armed is mm. incredible. Mm-hmm. It's the keystone. Oh, Dio's here. Boy! Hey, hey, hey. Long time no see, boy. Mm, you like that, huh? Can you let me borrow this? <laughs> Sorry, but it's not for rent. Hmm. <laughs> He's flexing. Since you've been good to me in the past, I can let you have it on one condition. One condition? <laughs> Entertain me. I knew he and Tom Corneo were the same person. Alright, I still have those uh, panties and that dress in my bag, right? Oh, God. What do I gotta do, Daddy? That's weird that it actually says Daddy in the dialogue. Oh, boy! (laughs) (laughs) Nothing all that difficult. This is the battle arena. Just show me your fighting skills. Just you, boy. I'm expecting a good fight. Aw, sick. I knew I didn't have to fucking play their stupid games. (laughs) So uh, I made it through one whole battle <laughs> in the battle arena. Uh, got was it? Everyone was petrified in the second battle. Yeah, and uh, that, everyone being Cloud. Yeah. Oh right, because it's a one. It's it's just Cloud. That's right. And uh, Cloud got petrified, and it was on the slow option for the battle arena. If that makes sense to any to listeners out there. So uh, I didn't have time to do anything before Cloud just got petrified. So the game ended. Um, well, not the game ended. The Mini game ended and we're kicked back. And Dio's like, that all you got? Well, well, a promise is a promise. And he gives us the key sound. And I was like, yeah, all right, fuck this. I'm out of here. So we go to the sky gondola and they're like, sorry, it's it's down actually. And everyone is stranded on the golden saucer until we get up and running. B- but luckily, Kate Sith hopped his way up to us and is like, oh, but you guys can just stay here. I know the owners of the hotel. What a bro. Oh, just super helpful. I have other things to do. I'm going to go visit the Temple of the Ancients. Yeah. I'll be back here, I'm sure, at some nightmarish point. Uh-oh. Excuse me, sir. I'm sorry. The tram is out of order right now. So? I'm really sorry. I'm afraid you won't be able to leave until it's fully repaired. God damn it, Kate said leave. 
Oh, no, what's wrong? Snarf? Snarf, snarf! <laughs> I know, let's stay at the hotel. They know me here, I'll go talk to them. Hmm. Two thumbs up over here. I don't know if you see my face, Chris, but I have two thumbs down over here. <laughs> I wanted to go to the Temple of the Ancients today, and apparently life was against <laughs> me. Fucking, why would you even want to do that? Everyone that you've encountered at this point gets to sit around in the lobby of the ghost hotel and chat. And for some reason, they make Cloud try to recount what's happened up to this point. Cloud, how about it? Can you tell me what's happened so far? I don't really know what's going on because I wasn't here in the beginning. I've been here since the beginning, and I still don't know what the hell's going on either. Little ferret. Cloud, the hell's going on? <laughs> Come on, tell us. All right, I'll give it a shot. We're going after Sephiroth. Sephiroth must be in search of the Promised Land. The Promised Land? A land full of Mako energy. Or, at least that's what the Shinra believe. I don't know if it actually exists. The Cetras will return to the Promised Land, a land that promises boundless happiness. Cetra? That's some kind of disease? Barret! Did we... Wasn't Barret there when we learned Cetra? Barret! <laughs> that's what the ancients called themselves. Hey, didn't you listen <laughs> to the elders at Cosmo Canyon? You don't know where the promised land of the ancients is. You search and travel until you feel it, then you just know that you've found it. Aerith, can you feel it too? I think so. So, Sephiroth is traveling the world because he's searching for the promised land? Is that it? He's searching for that and one other thing. The black materia? I heard from Dio that a man in a black cape was looking for the black materia. I've never heard of black materia. How many men with black capes and number tattoos are there? You know, of course, my tattoo is number 13. Oh shit, I completely forgot. How did you get that tattoo? <laughs> Hojo put it on me. <laughs> the rest are just war scars, but the number was done by Hojo. So there are at least 13. You know, I think Hojo did something to those men in the black capes. But I don't know what it has to do with Sephiroth, though. That's why I think we should just go after Sephiroth himself. Yeah, me too. It's all just too damn confusing. And I'm sorry, forget it. I think I'm tired. I'm going to bed now. Runs away. Oh, what was that all of a sudden? Is that all? How about the black materia? You wouldn't understand even if I told you. You could try us, Cloud, dick. <laughs> I want to know about the black materia. Now all we got to do is take action. We're starting tomorrow. We're talking about all the black cloaked figures who have tattoos. And someone mentions, how many people are there with tattoos? How many black cloaked figures are there? And Red13 says... Well, my tattoo is 13. The rest of my markings are war scars and, and whatnot. But Hojo gave me this one. So we make the deduction at that point that there are at least 12 other experimented on creatures or people or, or, or beings. Beans is probably the best word that have also been tattooed. And at this point, we've met a good chunk of them through Nibelheim, through Midgar, and through um, Red 13. So... That's a, a lot of intrigue that's interesting, and I would love to, at some point, go back through Nibelheim and list, I, I wish I had done this initially, listed all of the numbers we came across, including Umguy, including Red 13. So um, it, it's interesting, though, because we, we have now kind of some more definitive tying directly into the story of the Black Cloak figures with the tattoos. Yeah. Red 13 also says, am I going to go crazy too? Like, is this going to happen to me? Right. Talk about like heavy things just hanging over you. Like, can you imagine like seeing <laughs> yeah. all these people just... I mean, no, I can't imagine, but yeah, yeah, like holy shit. Red 13 is probably one of my favorite characters. 
like top in this game so far. Nanaki is awesome, man. He's very good. Cosmo Canyon has been my favorite part to date since we've done Nibble. Nibbleheim was my previous favorite part. Cosmo Canyon rates slightly higher than Nibbleheim. It, it got the tears, man. Tears win. But uh, yeah, man, Red 13 is fantastic. So um, the crew uh, slowly starts heading to bed. Sid was already asleep the entire time in the lobby, which is fantastic. <laughs> I like to think we left him in the lobby. <laughs> That's where he wakes Holy up. Holy shit, probably. That's incredible. <laughs> um, so we head up to our bed and uh, Aerith barges in and uh, she wants us to go on a date. Let's go on a date. What? A D-A-T-E. Or haven't you ever gone on one? Well, not a real one. No, just a mixed up kid. Oh, well, come on, let's go. Hey. Am I going on a date with Aerith? Sure looks like it. Tonight's enchantment no. night. Oh. What's that guy? Oh. <laughs> Tonight's enchantment night. All the attractions are free. How about it, you two? There's going to be an entire show in Avant Square. Come on, let's go. We uh, head down into the... I think we're just kind of in the general like station area of the uh, Gold Saucer. And a staff employee is like, Oh, you guys, like, uh, are you on a date? You should go check out the um, entertainment area. Like, we're having a special play tonight or whatever. So we head in. And then as you head into that area, the theater area, they're like, Oh, you're our 100th couple. You guys get to star in the play. I was real stoked on that. Um, yeah? Yeah. Would you say you took full advantage of that opportunity? I think I did. Princess Rosa was kidnapped by the evil Dragon King, Volvados. What will become of her? Just then, the legendary hero, Alfred, appears. Cloud. Scamper, scamper, scamper. Oh, you must be the legendary hero, Alfred. Ugh. <laughs> hey, it's your line. Me? Yeah, you. Ahem. Oh, you must be the legendary hero, Alfred. By my soul, please, please save Princess Rosa. Now please talk to the king. What about my line? Oh, legendary hero Alfred, you have come to save my beloved Rosa. <laughs> On the peak of a dangerous mountain dwells the evil dragon king Valvados, who's kidnapped Princess Rosa. But you can't beat the evil dragon king now. Talk to one who can help you. Who will you talk to? The wizard. I'm the Ralzak. I am the great wizard Vorman. What do you wish to know? Evil Dragon King's weakness? The princess's measurements. <laughs> Give me the princess's measurements. Please help me, legendary hero. Fucking Aerith. How was that? <laughs> I love Aerith. Who is your enemy? Say it. That knight over yep. there. Fuck the knight. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> no more! <laughs> Stop it, Cloud. What are you doing? The play is a disaster. Now I'm getting mad. Oh, now I'm running the date. <gasps> I just got slapped by Aerith. So we start in this god-awful play that is about, I don't really know, like a princess kidnapped by a dragon. I chose every bad dialogue option for Cloud because it didn't seem to be actually relevant to the game. I ended up getting Aerith so pissed that she slapped me and I passed out. And then a dragon started shit talking her, you know, or an actor playing a dragon started shit talking her on stage. So she walked over and slapped that guy too. And then we just leave. And then we end up back in the station. She's like, I had a great time tonight. <laughs> she just had some stuff to work out. Dude, I really enjoy Aerith. She's 
grown on me so hard. She is so fun. Um, but at this point in the station, after she tells us we had a great time, we go for a gondola ride. Yeah. Wow, how nice. Oh, look, Cloud. Oh, the Chocobo race? That's really cool, actually. Mm. This music is lovely. Yeah. It's so pretty. Beautiful, isn't it? Uh, First off, it bothered me how you looked exactly alike. Two completely different people, but look exactly the same. The way you walk, gesture, I think I must have seen him again, in you. But you're different. Things are different. Cloud, I'm searching for you. Mm -hmm. I want to meet you. But I'm right here. I, I know, I know. What I mean is, I want to meet you. I had fun tonight. Let's do it again. Don't you like being with me? That's not it. I'm glad. Next time we come, let's take our time and go on more rides. Oh, look at the time. We'd better get going. We got some beautiful views of the gold saucer. We got some fireworks. Real romantic. Just excellent, excellent overall. But um, we have a weird fucking conversation with Aerith here. Basically, like, you look just like him. It was weird. You act like him. You look you're... identical. But you're you're you. She's like, but... I want to meet the real you. And you're like, I'm me. And she's like, no, I really want to meet you. However, earlier this week, I texted Chris with a new cockamamie story, which we will get to at the end of this talk through. Okay. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll get there listener. Um, at this point, the gondola ride goes pretty lovely. And, uh, we end up back at the station. <laughs> Suddenly Kate Sith. <laughs> Kate Sith time. Hey, What's Kate Sith doing? What? Is that the keystone? Hey, Kate Sith. Hey, what the fuck? Get back here. I will battle Kate Sith. Is Kate Sith a bad guy? Oh, you little shit. Come back here. Move the fuck out of the way. What do you want, Kate Sith? No, 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 no. <laughs> and you never saw him again. Stop. Come back here, you motherfucker. Grizz, stop. Come back here, you little shit. Where'd you go? We follow Kate Seth through all these areas uh, as Kate Seth is clearly running and hiding from us and finally catch up to them coming out of the battle arena and we're able to confront him about why he has the keystone. But he's fucking throwing the keystone to a goddamn helicopter that has Sang on it. I can smell you from here, Kate Seth. Hey, over here, take it, the keystone. Well done. Oh, you fucking asshole. Oh, you shit! I'm gonna kill you! Hey! Wait a second! I won't run or hide! Yes, I was a sp- I said it was Kate Sith! Didn't I fucking say it was Kate Sith? Yeah, and I said it was Tifa. You got a lot of guts acting like a friend by being a spy. And what are you gonna do? Kill me? If I'm given the option, absolutely. I will slit your fucking throat and bleed it out. <laughs> You'd just be wasting your time if you tried. This body's just a toy anyway. My real body's at Shinra headquarters in Midgar. I'm controlling this toy cat from there. Huh. So the entire thing is a robot? 
I thought the cat was a real thing. Alright, yes, I'm a Shinra employee, but we're not entirely enemies. Something bothers me. I think it's your way of life. <laughs> Fuck. You don't get paid. You don't get praised. Yet you still risk your lives and continue on your journey. Seeing that makes me... It just makes me think about my life. I don't think I'd feel too good if things ended the way they are now. And so on and so on. I love Aerith so much. He'll never tell the truth. Once a spy, always a spy. Just as I thought. Talking won't make a bit of a difference. But I prepared something in case this happened. Why don't you listen to this? Oh, it's gonna knock us out or some shit. Papa, Tifa. Hey, that's Marlene. Hey, it's the flower lady. Flower lady. So you have to do as I say. You're the lowest. I didn't want to do this, using dirty tricks and taking hostages. But this is how it is. No compromises. So don't we go on as we did? Oh, you absolute piece of shit. Tomorrow is the Temple of the Ancients, right? I know where it is, so I'll tell you later. Of course, we'll get there after the Shinra, but you'll have to deal with that. We ended up confronting Kate Seth after Kate Seth lobs the keystone to Sang, and Sang takes the fuck off with it. And we're like, yo, what the fuck? Uh, there's a, a long conversation that follows, but the, the gist of it is that Kateseth is not actually a living being. He's just a robot, which I, I knew the fortune teller suit, like the mogul or whatever, Moogle, was like a, a robot, but I thought the cat was alive. I think everyone did. That's a toy that's uh, controlled remotely by a Shinra employee back in Shinra headquarters. Cloud's like, tell me who you are. I'm going to murder you. And the voice on the other end of the line at this point is like, sigh, I didn't want to have to do this, and holds up the phone to presumably a hostage, and you talk to the, the voice, and Aerith talks to the voice, and they identify the voice as Marlene, as a hostage. I hate that. I hate that so fucking much, Chris. Yeah. I, ugh. That was... Don't fuck with children. Like, just don't, okay? Just, just absolutely do not. Children don't deserve that. I'm so livid at the voice on the other side of the line for even involving a who we know is now a four-year-old in this whose life has already been irrevocably destroyed by the Shinra and she doesn't even know it. So Cloud is just fucking livid. Uh, Aerith is livid and we're going to murder Kate Sith. I'd like to take a quick aside here to talk about the voice and who I think the voice is. Yeah, hit me with it. My guess, based on our previous conversations on mic about the makeup of the Shinra board is that the most likely person is Reeves to be on the other side of the Kate Seth voice. Because seemingly, while that person is still helping Shinra out, they tried to tell you that they were a friend of yours and they tried to like be a little less aggressive. Whereas we know that Scarlet, not her style. She would have just <laughs> murdered you. Hojo doesn't work at Shinra anymore. He's fucking scarpered and we've talked to him semi-recently um rufus we know and heidegger are not at shinra headquarters they're out hunting sephiroth together um who else is there at this point palmer is also not at shinra headquarters so that really only leaves like reeves right and the turks yeah we've seen the turks semi-recently i don't think it's any of them i can't imagine any of the turks really at this point being a good guy i think it's reeves that's where i'm going with this is that i, I just think that reeves is the most likely suspect for who Kate Seth actually is. If so, I'm hopeful that while he's making mistakes currently, that he's really has good intentions downstream. And he's just not concerned about how he gets there. Reeves, head of urban development. Urban development. I guess 
my only response to that would be like doesn't necessarily have to be someone who's part of the board that's the other thing is that it could just be a rando that we haven't met yet and that'll be like someone in the future like for at this point I, it could be fucking the jogger you know <laughs> i don't think it is i have a i have an idea of where he might be and i'm upset about it i think he might be the one in the basement at back at shinra manor in nivelheim you think so I think, I mean, it's blatantly obvious at this point, <laughs> but I really want to go back there and get him. Chris is drinking and shaking. <laughs> so I got two, um, one important question and one not important question. Not important question. So now that you know Kate Sith is a piece of shit, is he going to be cycled into your party to keep him leveled up with everyone else? <sighs> yes, because my OCD will not allow <laughs> me to not have him leveled up. And I'm hopeful that at some point he gets redeemed. Sure. That being, I'm not going to be stoked about it. And I'm going to call him a stupid piece of shit every time he's yeah. in my party. There was like a 10 minute period where you're kind of warming up to this. I was like, yeah, he's a good boy. He's, he's fine. He's got big punches. He's strong. Roll some dice. Strong. Like, I actually really like dice. Yeah. I think that's a very great fucking uh, uh, limit break. So my uh, second thing is the megaphone was in... Fuck! Fuck! Son of a bitch! Oh, I hate that. I hate that so much. It was all there. Fuck, I could have put the pieces together. <laughs> and we knew that there was a spy. Although I did say that the spy was Kate Sith back in, yeah, in that you episode. Did say I was, that, yeah. And you were like, no, nah, it's Tifa. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> so yeah, we got kind of strong armed by Kate Sith to uh, just be cool with him? Question mark? Uh, and we kind of go back to our hotel room and finish out the night at that point. Uh, we're able to choose our party. And Kate says, like, well, we know that we're, you got to go to the Temple of the Ancients. So we might as well head there. Who wants to go? Aerith's like, well, obviously I want to go. So uh, your party is forced to be Cloud and Aerith and then one other. I think at this point I chose Barrett. Yep. And we head out from the Gold Saucer and make our way back to our boat. Uh, on the boat, we make our way back to the Temple of Setra. Thank you so much for listening to the First Encounter podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please go leave us an Apple review. They make a huge difference and we would really appreciate it. Additionally, you can find all of our past episodes and how to connect with us on firstencounterpodcast.com. Please come say hi. Next time on First Encounter, we'll explore the Temple of the Ancients, saving before the locked door after catching the key dude. You'll know what I mean when you see it. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.